the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Great to be with you. This is hour two. And, uh, you know, we get to take a look at the culture and look at the news of the day and issues of the day from a Christian perspective. And one of the things that is new and that is happening, that is happening more and more often, and it's actually being done well, is Christian movies and uh, Christian storytelling in a way that is impacting people. And I think a way of evangelism that is going to change a lot of the way we've thought about this. One of the things that has been a big deal the last few years is The Chosen. Do you watch this program? It started off on YouTube and uh, now you can stream it, and it is going to be in theaters coming up here, uh, what, February 1st, I believe, right? That's right, that's right. With me to talk about that is Paul Long and Brad Silverman. They are from Kappa Studios, and Kappa Studios is right here in Burbank, and they do all of the uh, the finishing work on The Chosen. And uh, gentlemen, welcome back to the Pastor Scott Show. Always fun being yeah. here, Scott. Good great to, to be you, with pal. you. And Happy New Year. It's great to say Thank Happy you. New Year. I'm, I'm going to say that to every guest that I haven't seen, you know, this year, even if it's all You August. have until June. Until <laughs> June. Is that the rule? June. I, I just made that rule. 6-1. Yeah. 6-1, right? <laughs> At some point, uh, I've always thought I should send Christmas cards out like in June because then it could count for two years. That's right. <laughs> You'll always be early. Right? People don't know. Was it last year or this year? It's like, I don't know. Whichever one. Did I send you one last year? I'm oh, sure that was my By the way, happy birthday, Scott. Happy That's birthday. Right. Thank you. Yeah, we have yeah. one of those. Happy yes, birthday thank, to you. Thank you very much, brother. You know what's funny? I was I was getting uh, I went to the doctor's uh, yesterday, physical, right? Yeah. And they do they draw blood, and this guy's in there, and uh, the nurse says, you know, they want you to check your birthday to make sure they're drawing blood from the right person. Right. 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 And uh, she goes, and uh, what's your birthday? And he goes, like, 11, 14, you know, 65. What's your birthday? He's all excited. And <laughs> yeah. she goes, well, my birthday, she tells him, we are going to get me a gift. They had a great conversation about that. <laughs> and so then it was my turn. Right. And a different guy with mine goes, what's your birthday? And I tell him, and then I say, what's your birthday? And he rolled his eyes at me. He goes, you know how annoying that is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, great to be with you. Hey, tell us about The, the Chosen and sure. what's happening and, and what's your role. Tell us about yourself real quick and your role and what Kappa Studios has to do with this program. Oh, yeah. The Chosen is really quite exceptional. We are grateful to be a part of it. We, we're involved in post-production. What that really means is all the offline, the online, the color, the sound, Final deliverables and offline is the where the editors will cut what's been shot out in the field. So as the show's being shot in other locations, they send the footage to us. We start editing, and then get a cut. And then Dallas will come down and he'll he'll lock the cuts and make them the way he wants them. Dallas is the director. Yeah, and and the creator of he's he's yeah. the, guy, the top guy on this and and there's a team of creatives that are there too. But he's the key guy. And then once that gets locked and we have it done, then we start the process of finishing where we re- rebuild every shot in full resolution, uh, lay down all new effects, recreate all the sounds and stuff, and kind of rebuild it from the ground up 
to be faithful to what the intention of the creativity of creative is. You that. gave me a tour of your facility one time, and that happened to be while you were doing hmm. the editing work. Okay. And so I got to see this process. Yeah. In fact, uh, I got to see some of the scenes actually being edited. It's amazing what you can do with the, the raw footage, right? That, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, we post that to our Instagram or something, but, <laughs> right. but people put filters on it and stuff. Yeah. You do that in a professional way. That's right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so you do The Chosen. So how did The Chosen end up uh, with Kappa Studios? Good question. So we've had some, re- I don't know, how does anything story, happen really anymore? Somebody uh, mailed it to you and said, would you edit this? <laughs> yeah, you know, we... Uh... For my YouTube channel, I think that's how it started, right? So we've had relationships. I've known Dallas not super well, the creator of the show, Dallas Jenkins. I knew Justin Tolley, who was the line producer of season one, and Chad Gunderson, who's a producer. Names aren't maybe not as familiar to your audience, Scott. But uh, yeah, they're producers of the show that were longtime friends of ours that we were just kind of... Dreaming a dream back in the day and just uh, wanted to give them some opportunity to give them some good, uh, just some high-level editing and just a way, place to house their show. And, uh, yeah, this Dallas came out and visited us, I want to say, in January of 2019 yeah. after many, many calls, mm-hmm. and the rest was history. Yeah. So what is The Chosen? For, for people who don't uh, know what we're talking about. The Chosen? Yeah. What is it? We can't. We, don't, we have that. no we're, idea. We have an NDA. top secret. NDA, you, 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 Scott. <laughs> NDA. You only know if you're The Chosen. <laughs> you, Sorry. If you know, you know. That's if the point. You know, you yeah. Know. Not so, been chosen. A TV Scott. show, an episodic TV show about the life of Christ, right? And when, when you hear something like that, okay, it's been done a hundred times, right? Mm-hmm. A TV show, about, an episodic TV show, but it's largely from the perspective of those around Jesus. For example, okay. the leper. Like, what is the life of a leper like in that culture of that day? Yeah. And then if you can get into the life of a leper and how hard that is, and then you see his encounter with Jesus, it's powerful. You know, that is something I think that's important for the story, because I don't know how many lepers you guys know personally. Not many. You know, um, there are some, though, today. I looked into that one time. In fact, there was a school. Like, if you got a letter from from the school saying, we have leprosy in our school. Like, really? (laughs) Like, that has happened. But, uh, you know, something interesting about the life of Christ is he's the most influential person in all of human history, for obvious reasons, because he was who he said he was, the Son of God, the Savior of the world. Um, but we actually only have snippets of his life of about 56 days. Most people say is all we've got and just snippets of those days of his life through history in the Bible. That's all we've got. And it's amazing that somebody who, when you really only have those, you know, tiny little things that they did would be that, um, you know, would be so well known and such a, uh, you know, and obviously it's because it's the Lord's plan. And that's, I think, part of an apologetic for why Jesus yeah. is who we said. Sure. So what you guys are doing, though, is, and the hard part, I think, about what the chosen does and uh, is that it has to fill in the gaps that sure. Jesus didn't just show up one day and say, uh, love your enemies as yourself and then go back to bed. Right. And that was it for day 52. Yeah. You know, he had a life. And he interacted with people all the time. The Gospel of John tells us that uh, we don't even know. We, there, there couldn't be enough books written for all right. the stuff that he did. You know, tell us about that experience and trying to figure that out. Like with what's a leper like? What would that be like? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, look, fully God, fully man. That's, that's just such a key thing. That it's an amazing concept that God would walk the earth and be with them. And so in, in, the, in the act of doing that, yeah, all the all the osmotic learning, all that stuff that happened, it is it's incredible to think about, and just the glory of God and how He He bestowed 
little by little, he let them see who he was. And, yeah. And they learned and learned. But uh, in the end of the day, this show, yeah, like the woman at the well. Who is the woman at the well? And, you know, and he said, well, you've had several husbands. You're, you are correct. And she has some great backstory. I think the key on this thing has been the backstories like Brad's talking about. It's very compelling. People like to know yeah. character development. There are things that aren't in the scriptures that they are what I'll call off book that they can kind of, you know, come up with a creative take on it. And that's what really brings the power. And yeah. so when Christ intersects, it is very powerful in those ways. And it's important for people to understand that those things aren't Bible themselves, right? Her backstory may not be actually her backstory, right. but it's based upon, you know, archaeological and anthropological evidence for what a person who is a Samaritan woman in that day might have experienced. Right, right. Right. So it's important well that people recognize it's not Bible. You know, there's Bible parts of it, but sure, the, right. the stuff that is done in the chosen is to give you a, a an idea. It's the same thing that a preacher does, sure. right? When I give a sermon, I'll often give the background, and here's what we believe this was about. Here's Paul right. in prison, and this is what it looked like. Right. And he was probably in the floor, and he was sure, probably, you know, sure, there's sure. different things. There's a part of that where we don't actually know, mm-hmm. right? We We have a pretty good idea, but it helps give that perspective. And that's something that I think has helped people a lot in the the chosen people who have watched this program. Yeah, I think I think that's a great point. I think there are people that find that to be objectionable. Yeah. Right? They see it adding to scripture. Yeah. And we're like, "Awesome, don't watch it." You know, there's no we're not <laughs> it's, o- it's okay to object to that part. That's sure, not sure, sure, sure. You know, just, I mean, I would say be intellectually consistent, you know, that's right. hold those same rules to everything you encounter right. when it comes to the scriptures and, you know, um just be don't, don't just pick on this one because it's popular kind of thing. Um, and the other thing would be this, the have an image of Christ at all. Some people would find objectionable, right? To which I'm like, no argument. I, and I, I mean this sincerely, Scott, I don't, I don't fault people for that or even argue them on that, argue with them on that point. Just be consistent and go to the, you know, the libraries of your church nurseries and you're going to find a lot of little coloring books with Jesus on them, right? Yeah. So be careful to, to be, to, to throw stones, right? Right. A lot of white guy Jesus with blue eyes. Yeah, and it the, seems to know, happen like that. Hair. His clothes are always clean. I've always it's found a, that to be well, interesting. Like he had a he had a laundromat somewhere in the back very... of the. He was a you know builder. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good observations, brother. Good observations, and yes, there 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 is uh, the word that the, that the writers of the show often use is plausible plausibility. Yeah, is it plausible right. that this would be within? The, the day of the the day in the life of Nicodemus or the woman at the well or and so on and so forth. So but yeah, it's not meant to be a substitute for scripture, but praise God that it's been something that's been driving a lot of people to scripture. Yes. Yeah, and that's it. That's the main point really. Dallas has often said that this it's never been meant it's not your grandpa's Bible story. It right. just isn't. It's something different and it's designed to pull people out. They when those shows go out, the word searches go through the ceiling. Yeah. All around the world on the Hmm. internet. They just blow up. Who is Matthew? What is Jesus? I mean, because we're living in a culture that's really ignorant of of a lot of these things. That's right. Multicultural, just turning your back on God and and excising him out of the public square, excising him out of the the home and, and, and downgrading churches and all that stuff that's happened. So people are really not very, very aware of who Jesus is, not anymore. Yeah. And so that's why this has been such a incredible rocket ride we're on. I mean, we <laughs> would have never, ever known. You know, the Lord did that just in a mighty way. And we brought him in. He came in. We started talking. And we spent time praying together. 
with Dallas. It wasn't like, hey, man, come on, let's talk business. It was everything but business. And, and Brad will tell you that happens a lot with us. People come in, they want to sure. talk about where God is in, in the business. Where, yeah. What are we doing and how do we want to do it? And so that's what we've been grateful to be tied up with this group because this is probably really one of the greatest things I've ever done. I've done a bunch. Yeah. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show. My guests are Paul Long and Brad Silverman from Kappa Studios. And uh, among many other projects, one of them is The Chosen. And The Chosen's coming out in uh, theaters. Started yeah. out as a YouTube program, moved over to streaming, right? And now it's going to be in theaters. Tell us about that. Yeah. So it was actually on an app, believe it or not. Just an app. It was an app when it, I mean, who releases a TV show on an, you know, a, a phone app? Well, they did. Um, <laughs> And then it was during COVID. It's beautiful how the Lord works. It was during yeah. COVID when everyone was shut down and quarantined that they flipped the script and made it a free <laughs> a free program on YouTube. It exploded. It was like a a white like a, a super hot fire and gasoline got poured in it. It just exploded in in a beautiful dumb analogy, but you get the point. It, it just it the the people just loved the show and the the fan base grew just just so exponentially. So all that to say that then now it's free. And then somewhere along the line, people wanted to experience it in theaters. Hmm. And so it's just sort of, uh, you know, people don't have to see it in theaters, but uh, I believe the 1st, the 14th, and the 28th. Is that about right, Paul? Yep. February. Uh, February. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Right February. Up. This next month, you, you, episodes one and two, three and four, five and six, seven and eight, where you can actually go see them in the theaters. Uh, it's and just amazing. it's never been done. No, it's this never been done. never been done, guys. A TV show that then goes to the theater is just it's just unpre yeah. everything about this show is ridiculous and unprecedented and we yeah. love it and there's no barriers there's whatever no barriers. they do yeah. it's like the lord just moves people in such a way and push <laughs> move out of the way we're going in here so true i mean it's incredible you know it's something that i think you know in the last uh, hour, we and we talked a little bit about politics and what yeah. God is doing. And he's sure. doing something that we don't know. Right. right. Everybody who's in leadership, God put them there for some reason, and we may never know, but it has something to do with God working out his plan mm -hmm. for the history of the world and the salvation of the world. And the interesting thing about the COVID is that God used that period of time, yeah. the shutdowns and the sickness and the even the disagreements to really stir the pot. And out of that, one of the things that's happened is Christian storytelling and yes, sir. this. I don't know that this would be popular if it wasn't so it, for the shutdowns. Yeah, the way I would describe it, I, describe, I talk about this all the time, where it was a – the people that liked The Chosen were were passionate about it, but it was a relatively small yeah. fan base. When COVID hit and the quarantine hit is when families were locked up mm -hmm. plowing through you know uh, Netflix and Disney Plus or whatever – they find the chosen, start binging the show about Jesus and his followers, and it took off like an absolute rocket, and it was incredible. Yeah. And the idea that you said, Paul, that people then are Googling who's Matthew it's incredible. and who are these characters, yes. I think maybe for a lot of people in our audience, if you grew up in the church and you've always gone to church, maybe you've not understood how our culture over the last several decades has left that, how mm -hmm. they don't know who Matthew is. Yeah. And there are people still who would say, well, Jesus never existed, even though there's not a scholar in the world with any any sense of credibility who would actually acknowledge that. Even sure. non-believing atheistic scholars, they all agree these people existed. And, uh, you know, but but so it's so easy for people today, I think, to not know. I, I've told the story before. I had somebody come to church who was 18. She had never been to a church service of any kind in her life. Wow. And she asked me, she goes, what goes on in there? Hmm. That was her question. Okay. And I said, well, we bring out a goat 
Nice. <laughs> Luckily, she laughed about that. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I think there's a lot of people like her who yeah. say, what goes on in there? What? Who is Jesus was a yeah. real guy? What do you mean? Right. Totally. Look, the power of the scripture is pretty exciting. And this is where it's sort of aligning at this time, where people are hearing the word, different parts and pieces of it, and they're, they're getting compelled. God is using it. And it's being delivered, of course, through this, this movie, this television project. I, one of our uh, family members, I was with him, and I said something about the wound of a friend's better than a kiss of an enemy. Mm-hmm. And she said, wow, that is good. Where did you get that? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I said, well, it's, it's in the Bible. I, you know, what I'm saying is there's no awareness. It's complete ignorance. Yeah. And I don't want to overstate, but I'd say largely ignorant. And even the people in the church aren't reading the word much. So all those things will take you down. And I think what we it's forcing this other dynamic of the pandemic and all these things is us to look where is God at times like these? They're starting to look. When yeah. the things have been removed that you cannot control, it's gone. One thing after another is removed, and then people start going, where is God? What is God all about? How can I live differently? And I believe that's what God has done too. I think that's something that our culture today is that people do have a sense that we need to be penitent, to use like a very churchy word, right? But we don't know what direction to kneel. Interesting. Like we used to know. Yeah. Right. You know, it's uh, time for me to get my life in order. I'm going to go to church, and there was probably sure. a church bell ringing, and that, and I would go there, and you sort of knew that. Now people look to all kinds of things to yeah. change their life. They know something's got to get better, but they don't know what direction to go, and that's where this comes in. It really does, and I think you're going to see more and more people just repenting and saying, how am I living and what am I living for? How do I live? When they see The Chosen, it's impacting every type of person. People that do not know God Mm. are compelled by it. They want to watch it. They tune it in. They binge it like Brad's saying. They're just in it. So I think God is doing something incredible here. It's really well done, and I think it does bring a realism. Um, You know, the old Hollywood movies were popular, you know, in the sense of, you know, uh, the Ten Commandments, you know, and you have Charlton Heston. And uh, you've got uh, Edward G. Robinson. I think it's Billy Crystal who does a whole routine on Billy on Edward G. Robinson on that. Going, sure. Where's your Moses now? See, yeah, Hollywood always just sticks somebody in, and it's sure. not really very biblical, <laughs> right, right? Right. It's entertainment. Sure. But even Hollywood discovered uh, it's the greatest story ever told. Right. Is one of the it Bible resonates. versions. It right? resonates with the this story resonates yeah. with people, and we want to invite people to invite their friends to yeah. go see oh. it in a theater to have that experience. Yeah. 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 I just want to say one thing about sure. there's a premiere coming up tomorrow. If there are any tickets left, have people check that out. In Los Angeles, there's going to be a chosen premiere. That's right. And you can, I was told that it's sold out, but maybe not. I mean, let's hope hope it's sold out, but you can go to kkla.com. The banner's still there. Yeah. They moved it to much smaller. Yeah. But if you scroll down on the front page, I think it's, it's, uh, you can still click on it and maybe you can get tickets. And people might return tickets, right? They'll say, sure, ah, I'm not sure. going. And uh, it'll be fun to go to the premiere. Tomorrow night, though, the, it is the premiere, night, right? Right. Uh, downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, are any of the, uh, are you guys going? We are. So people can meet you guys yeah, and uh, actors. Uh, are anybody uh, going? The people oh, would yeah. Know? The yeah. cast will be there. Crew will be there. Yeah, I don't know what tickets are available. Yeah, they'll all be there. Yeah, the they'll cast all be there. Will be there. there. You, be a you fun get time. to meet them and hear them and see them. And, and I'll be wearing my Sunday go to meet and close. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, I thought maybe I would just come dressed as uh, some biblical character, <laughs> you know, there you go. Uh, like that. Uh, see how that would work. Um, so, if there it. are tickets, uh, go to kkla.com and you can get them. And go to that tomorrow night. It'll be lots of fun. If there's not tickets, it comes out in theaters on uh, the first, first of February. Right. First and of like, February. like you were saying, Scott, I think it, I think it's a really good point that it is the type of show that 
you know, I don't think you'd be embarrassed to show anybody, right? The quality of the show, yeah. I think, is there. It is a compelling show. It is a well-made show. It is a well-written, produced, and so on show that I think it – goodness, you know, look, you're going to get critics in every direction, in every facet of life, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, don't, we don't waste time worrying about that. We try to be faithful to God. Whatever small role – we don't write the show. We don't, you know, film the show. We don't act in the That's show. That's not your role in That's it. That's not Sorry, our Kappa role Studios role. Correct. You just make it look pretty. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So in that, we just, we just want to present the gospel and present the – present opportunities for believers in Christ to bring their friends and family yeah. that don't know him to just uh, an opportunity for them to just uh, get into wonderful conversations about the gospel. I think this year, uh, a lot of Christians saw that with the Jesus Revolution Absolutely. film last year, yeah. about a little over a year ago, I think, and or about a year ago. Yeah. And I mean, that did super well. Yeah. yeah. And I think that it is a time when people are realizing that Christian storytelling from uh, by using movies yeah. is something that's going to be compelling. You bet. Yeah. yeah, it's getting better. All right, when we come back, uh, let's talk about some that issue of Christian storytelling and yeah. how important that is and how people can even get involved in that and help sure. support kind of what's going on with that because there's a lot sure. of storytellers out there who want to do something that's uh, important, but uh, making a movie is a lot of work. Yes, sir. Uh, Costs some money <laughs> and uh, takes some time. And uh, we'll talk about that and some other things going on. This is the Pastor Scott Show. My guests are Paul Long and Brad Silverman from Kappa Studios uh, right here in Burbank. Chosen comes out in theaters on February 1st. You can check that out. Bring your friends. The Chosen Season 4, actually, is what it is. So it's a continuation of what's already going on. Um, When we come back, uh, we'll talk about those things. You can follow the Pastor Scott Show at Pastor Scott Show on your socials at Pastor Scott Show. We'll be back. The number is 888-528-2557. If you've got a question, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. Great to be with you today. My guests are Paul Long and Brad Silverman. They're from Kappa Studios right here in uh, Burbank, Hollywood area. And Kappa Studios... Uh, a few years ago, dedicated themselves to doing Christian projects, and uh, you guys have a great ministry through that. And you've been around a long time, and it was yeah. a risk. We've talked about that before in the show. Your testimony of just how you gave it over to the Lord and how He's blessed it. One of the ways we just talked about was how the chosen came your way, where you do all the post production for that. Right, and now you have a lot of other projects, and you know. I remember growing up, uh, sometimes we'd have Christian movie night at church or something, and there'd be, okay. you know, we'd have the projector, right, you know, right, thing right, in the back. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, even uh, even getting a little older watching those things, and it was sort of like they filmed a drama from church, and then they just put it on film, and it's not very good. Yeah. Right? Right. But now, with technology the way it is, but also, I think, with the seriousness of many people who work in this industry, who sure. are believers, and who are saying, you know what, this is a this is an industry with a very, very, very dark side. There is a right. need for light, and you guys are a part of that. Tell us about uh, projects and how this is playing out for Christian stories. Yeah, I mean, we, we're positioned in a, in a pretty incredible place. Uh, you're right, we didn't, we didn't set out to do it. It wasn't a business plan. We weren't like, hey, here's what we're going to do. It really just unfolded uh, by God's grace. And where we're at now is we're having people come to us to do projects, uh, also to get involved in producing stuff, fixing things that have been produced that have problems or recutting, optimizing shows. And what we've wanted to do is 
Brad likes to tease me and say, no film left behind. We, 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 <laughs> we, we, there are a lot of good films. They're, they're not going to be, I can only imagine. They're not going to be, you know. Jesus Revolution. The Jesus Revolution. They're not going to yeah, Those come bigger. along, but uh, you, they're not always that. Right, 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 right. But what if? What if they have a good message? Mm-hmm. What if there's power in there and there's a truth in the scripture? I think people are so different. What people gravitate towards and is is hard to predict. You can get a feel for it, but nobody really knows. That's why people invest in films and some win, some lose, because you just don't know. Right. But what we felt is if we'd be faithful to do stuff, they get a message of hope and faith out. Yeah. And do more of it. The key thing for me is more faster. Mm. Because the filmmakers, they if they can get their stuff out and make money, they'll do it again. And so we want to be at the front end of helping them to do more and more and more of that work. And so to this point, we, we started just saying, okay, well, maybe we need to help on this show, that show. And just starting to do stuff. Right now, even with Amazing Grace, we're working on that show right now. So a film coming out called Amazing Grace. Yes. Yeah. It's the, the untold story or whatever. We haven't got the title locked up yet, but it's... It's a story that people do not know, and it's about John Newton, uh, the story behind his salvation, and what is grace, and who gets it, and how does it work, and mm-hmm. you know, and who gives it, and, and, and so it really answers a lot of questions, but it's a, a period piece, Yeah. and so I'm just saying, as an example, that we're, we're pouring a lot of energy, time, and, and money into these, because we just feel like that's what the Lord has us doing. You know, it's uh, in a period piece like that. People have heard Amazing Grace. Everyone has heard that song. They sure. may not understand the words, but to understand where that comes from yeah. and the need for grace, there's a that's another opportunity for people to bring their friends and talk about it. And that's something that films do, right? As you talk about it afterward, you you go get dessert or coffee afterward you and you talk about it. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Awesome. No, we, we we just look at our the God has placed us in Burbank, right? The arguably the epicenter of film and television on the planet. We didn't choose to be there. The Lord put us there. And, you know, many will flee to Idaho or or Tennessee, and God bless them. But we, yeah. we just feel like the Lord has put us there, preserved us there, kept us there. So we just want to be a light there. You know, people get a, uh, you know, people who are, you know, maybe into film, they get a vision. Somebody wrote a script down. They say, this is a really good message, sure. you know, and they they say, uh, I can get this filmed and I can hire some people to act and I can do all of this, but yeah. it's very difficult. You know, what are some of the hurdles for Christian storytellers through movies to getting that finished? You guys yeah. are the, you do the post-production, you finish it, you know, so somebody's had to do a lot of work even to get to you well, in he, a lot of ways. How do you get there? What And how do people get on board with that? Well, I want Brad to sort of answer this, but I want to lead off by saying that there are over 10,000 films a year that get made. Yeah. Nobody sees them. Nobody finds them. They're they're not around. Right. And I'm talking secular stuff, whatever it is. Yeah. And so just a very small, small group will get into the theater and all. And now with the streaming, it's bigger. But still, there's just, it's it's very underserved. On the streaming things, there's hundreds of movies, right? right. I mean, but mm-hmm. the first two rows are things I've heard of. And then I'm just uh, <laughs> scrolling and it's like, oh. And they know that. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They, they do know that, yes. <laughs> no, it's a very, it, it is a, it's a good question. It's a good topic. It is very, very difficult to get a movie made, mm-hmm. right? It is um, – funding a movie is very difficult. And to be fair, a lot of movies shouldn't be made, right? right? <laughs> and there's movies that <laughs> – Way we down work- that list, there's a whole bunch of them. <laughs> there's <right>? a <laughs> lot of them. And to be fair, there's movies that we've worked on. I look at it and go, you know what? It's, it would have been okay if that movie never got made. Um, having said that, you know, I think that at the end of the day where if, if – what we're focused in is on the mission, 
Yeah. Right. We feel like we believe the great commission is our calling in, in, in the community. Right. And so whether it's right. the people we're working with, whether it's the projects we're working on, we just don't think there should be a separation in our work because we are giving messages out there. Right. We have the opportunity to impact the culture and we're just going to try to do the best of the best that we can one day at a time. Right. And, you know, if you trust the Lord for it, you know, when you said that about there's some movies I think probably shouldn't have been made. That's you know, right. I've given sermons before that I think should not have been given. <laughs> you know, that's like that's the immediate thing. As soon as I say amen after the prayer, it's yeah. like that should not have happened. Right there. <laughs> but, you know, how God uh, humbles me with that is Absolutely. that sometimes that's the sermon that somebody who just happened amen. to be there needed to hear for some reason. And everyone else thought it was terrible. But that one person. Need to hear it. And it's all about what God's going to do, not what yeah. we're going to do. Hey, well that's said. really, that's mission accomplished. And that's exactly the way we're living. Because we've realized that if we manage, micromanage, if we use our best thought, intelligence, analysis, I don't know, guys, it, it's, it's just vanity at the end of the day. And yep. what it does is it lowers God and it moves us up. So if we lose sight of that, the very thing you're talking about, a movie can go out. And I've had people talk to us about small films that were profoundly impacted by them. Yeah. They just were. And, they, or they, they remember, they come and tell you, oh, this is, oh, I saw this movie. And like you say, it's like, well, okay. But what that does, it, it makes God's name great. Because he can open the heart of a man to hear a message, see something, or understand, well, gee, how do I treat my family? What am I doing with my kids? He can provoke you to think those thoughts and portrayal of something on the screen, telling a story that's opening that door up for the doors of the heart to open. That's where the power is. Right. Yeah. You know, people listening, there might be some people saying, you know what, I feel called in this direction in life. You know, yep. a, lot of, a lot of people listening, you know, they want to be an actor or they want to be in the entertainment business or they want to build sets or they want to edit. There's things that, you know, people who are listening uh, want to do. But they're also having conflict about faith. You know, what do I get involved in? You know, what is God? Why is God giving me this? How does somebody connect with you? What are some ways maybe that people can even help you with some of the projects that come your way that need mm. finishing uh, maybe through funds or maybe through uh, just some other input you know how does that work are there ways for people to be involved with you sure yeah I mean it's a great question I don't know I'm, I'm guessing a lot of people in your audience are somewhere yeah. either at some level loosely <clears throat> connected to the industry um, or or just certainly just in the in the greater LA area or just Southern California yeah. I mean there, there's a couple of ways. We have kappaimpact.com is our website, kappaimpact, K-A-P-P-A, impact.com. And it's just sort of presenting some of the projects that we're working on. And, and like we were talking about, they, they may not all be the biggest, you know, multi-billion dollar project franchises or franchise projects that we that, that there are, but we believe that they can really impact the culture. So if people want to get involved, they can certainly go visit what we're doing at, at kappaimpact.com. And, uh, and certainly they can reach out to us through that website and through our emails and so on. And we'll just see if, just pray for us and we'll be praying for them and see how we can't encourage one another in the process. Yeah. And when I, when I go through that, I see uh, several different projects you guys are working on. And it, it tells us, you know, how close are they to being funded? Yeah, pretty how, close. You know, how close are they? Yeah, most of them are, are, are doing pretty well, but some yeah. are at 60, 70 percent. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that, that means. That can mean a lot more in order for that story to get. Maybe there's a story that you know, tugs at your heart some way. Right. And you're like, you know what? I want to help that come out. Yeah. 
And we're going to do more of that. The the goal, Scott, is to really just see if we can get more of the uh, just projects in front of people right. and let the let the Lord direct through the through the public to see if they find projects that that they think will impact the culture for Christ. Mm-hmm. Then we will go in that direction. Like we're not we're not trying to, as Paul was saying earlier, we're not trying to overmanage this. Right. We want to walk in the Spirit. Let the Lord lead us where He wants to lead, and this is the way of getting your audience, getting a lot of people involved. And a lot of what comes to you is somebody else's vision for that story, right? Yeah. So they come to you mm-hmm. to make it work, yeah. to make it actually happen. They didn't think far ahead enough to, oh, I'm going to have to have some sound editing, <laughs> you know. Right. And, uh, yes, maybe yes. Uh, we didn't quite hear that person's voice very well. We're going to have to redo it, and I don't know how to do that on my yeah, uh, we'll fix all that my stuff. front page pro or whatever I got on my uh, Final Cut Pro, <laughs> right, you know, right, whatever right. I spent too much money for on my computer. <laughs> You know, um, we just have a couple of minutes left. You know, how do people connect with uh, with you guys, and what do you want to leave people with? Uh, with the what's coming, I think, as far as evangelism and storytelling of mm-hmm. the gospel. Yeah, I think what we need is we need people to be praying for what we're doing. Hmm. We need them to go onto the website, see what we're doing, pray over those projects. And if there's something you feel like you're compelled, great, get involved, contact us. Maybe it's sending it to someone else who might have a heart for what we're doing. Everybody knows somebody that's doing stuff, and I think these projects are an opportunity to impact the culture for Christ. It's just that simple. Yeah. And it's, it really, ju- I'd say it needs to be, God's got to do it. He's got to cause somebody to go, oh, I really need to do this. So we don't have any appeals. We just say pray, go on the site, look, and be, be a part of it. Uh, as we uh, release the thing to the, pu- to the uh, public pretty soon, we're going to release an opportunity to actually come and vote on projects we're doing. Hmm. So when that comes up, I think that'll be exciting. And yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll be another chance to just put a little bit of, put some feet on that so people register with us and send us even their name and say, hey, we'd like to be involved, get yep. on your team. Beautiful. Yeah, I think that's a great, great way for people to get involved with us because at the end of the day, they're thinking about who it might impact in their life, their kids or their friends, their parents, you know, whoever. And that's really good. Paul Long and Brad Silverman from Kappa Studios, thank you for being with us today on the Pastor Scott Show. And uh, The Chosen Season 4 comes out in theaters February 1st, so uh, check... Uh, check your local listings on that. You can learn more about Kappa Impact. Go to kappaimpact.com. It's Kappa with a K and two P's, K-A-P-P-A, impact.com. Gentlemen, it's always good to have you. And uh, we're going to have you back in a couple of weeks to talk about a new project. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm excited oh, about that yeah. one. Uh, we'll it's one you might have heard of, but it sort of disappeared a while ago, and now it's back. <laughs> it's we back. found it. Yeah, there it is. All right. So you, I'm brother. excited about that. Right. Thanks for being here. Pastor Scott Show, when we come back, what's the weirdest thing that's ever happened in church? We'll ask you that question as the Pastor Scott Show continues. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Blessed are those called to suffer of life. A man was taken into custody during a church service in Placentia after he was reportedly spotted with a gun near a school. Valencia High School was put on lockdown as a precaution. That happened uh, just today at an Orange County uh, church, uh, St. Joseph Church, where they were having a Tuesday morning mass. And uh, all of a sudden the police break in to the church service and have everybody put their hands up. And uh, the priest was up front. You watch this video online on the news. It's been on all the news stations, and he's in the middle of uh, doing a Catholic mass. And uh, he, you know, funny thing to me, maybe this is because you know I've been the guy up front, and things get disrupted somehow in church. The priest's look on his face is one of utter annoyance. You know, like 
I can't, what are you doing right now? Well, the police come in and some guy had a gun, apparently. And uh, so that was a, a very scary situation. Behold, Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to supper of Lamb. You can hear that. They're saying, get on the ground, get on the ground, get on the ground. It was an alarming scene in the middle of mass at St. Joseph Catholic Church Tuesday morning. Parishioners put their hands up as police came in and ordered a man sitting in one of the pews to the ground. During the mass, uh, I heard a commotion at the back. So I turned around and then I saw these uh, SWAT officers came and took the guy. Uh, which. So he uh, he comes in and he sits down in a pew. I guess he tries to hide, you know. Uh, that's a you know a frightening story. But everything was good. Police came in and uh, there wasn't anything that happened. And they arrested him. And then they were told everybody go back to church, you know, go back to your, your mass. And I thought about it. What's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you in church? Like some just crazy thing. I bet I got the winner on that. Uh, 888-528-2557. Maybe not. Sometimes I say that, then you you come up with some amazing uh, story. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. George in L.A., welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. I listen to you uh, all the time, and so uh, I've called you once or twice before. This is George. Hi, George. LA. Thank you, George. <laughs> well, uh, see, I, I was born in the church, and we go way back for many generations. We're a Methodist church, and so then... Uh, Sometime, I don't remember when, I went into this other church. They're like a Southern Baptist church. And they just come unglued, and they, they just danced around. And, and <laughs> You know, I suppose if you're Methodist and you show up at some other churches, that is an experience, isn't it? They might have even clapped at the songs in there. Yeah, but we we have always been a quiet church. And then uh, during the service, a pastor was laying hands on different people, and they were uh, falling out in the spirit. And that was unusual. I thought, what was going on? Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's some experiences that people might have in, in the church that they don't expect, like that kind of thing. George, thanks for listening and always being a part of the Pastor Scott Show. 888-528-2557. Craziest thing that's maybe happened during church. Jim and Yorba Linda, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Yes. Uh, hi there. Hi, Jim. So I was hi. I was a brand new Christian, and we went to a church that was actually in a triple X rated theater. The church was, was meeting in that theater. In that theater, and we. I was a brand new Christian. I walked in with my friend, and the pastor was Gary Greenwall of the Eagles Nest, and he was a good pastor. Everything was great, yet. We stopped and we prayed, and then everybody, it just started going crazy, like all the sounds and stuff. Uh-huh. I had no idea what was going on. And my, my friend looked at me and said, it's okay, everyone's talking in tongues. And I was like, this is so freaky. I'm going, I'm never coming back again. Wow. And we, uh, we, just, we left that church, and we went to um, EV3 and visited Chuck Swindoll. So it was a very good move for me. Yeah, well, the, you know, I don't know what's the weirder part of that story, the, uh, you know, your experience or that it was meeting in an X-rated movie theater, you know, but uh, I, I know. hopefully they, like, didn't, the sermon goes too long and the movie starts, that would be bad. 
right? Yeah. That that would be one of the things I'm wondering about. Thanks for calling, uh, Jim, out there. I know a lot of you have different experiences in, in church and how you do worship and things, but like, is there something that's just odd that happened? I'm going to tell you this story. 888-528-2557 is the number. And, uh, you know, being a pastor for 25 years, growing up in church, I've seen some things, right? There's some <laughs> funny things. Sometimes they're not funny, but sometimes they're actually very funny. This story's not really funny, but it's kind of funny, but there's a miracle. I got to have a guy arrested right in the middle of my sermon, like taken away by the police during the sermon. I'm not even kidding. So I was, uh, my first ministry, I was overseeing a young adult ministry, right? So everyone's in their like post-college 20s, right? Almost everybody's single. Most people were professional because back in those days, uh, you left college and got a job. And uh, so everyone had a job and there was all, but people are single and they're trying to date. There's no internet dating. There's none of the apps and there's none of that stuff going on. So people, you would meet people at church or you would meet people at work or you would go to places where single people hang out. Some people would go to a bar, right? And, and one of the problems was, is people would go to uh, some place, and some girl would give out her number to some guy who the next thing you know, that guy's trying to break into her house. Right? And I said, why'd you give that guy your number? Well, he wouldn't leave me alone, and he just kept asking for it. And I would tell girls, don't, and this is something for you. If you're single out there and you're trying to meet somebody and some guy won't leave you alone, memorize the phone number for the LAPD or the San Diego Police Department, wherever you're living, memorize that number. And when the guy won't leave you alone and you need you just need to give him a number, give him that number and he can go home and call the cops. That that works right now. You if you're in that environment, maybe he's now that could happen in church, I suppose. Some guys can do that anyway. So I had a drawer full of forms to start the process for restraining orders. It was a very large group. Right. And and it was a problem. Lots of uh, women find the wrong person in the wrong place. And some guys are violent and they do. really. So this one guy was pretty bad. He literally was trying to break into this girl's house. And and he was one time he was blocking off her driveway so she couldn't go to work. And he'd show up at the gym whenever she was at the gym, you know, all of a sudden and that kind of thing. And so she went and got this restraining order and the judge, you know, hit him pretty hard with it. And uh, I had to say, you know what, you can't come to this group anymore. I mean, there's other places. I don't want, you can't, it's not that you can't go to church. There's a lot of other churches and there's lots of young adult places, but you can't come here anymore. She's here. Uh, You're the one who violated uh, this with her. She doesn't have to leave her church. You need to leave yours and you need to go find another place and start over. And uh, he didn't want to do that. So he'd showed up a couple of times and I met him in the parking lot and sent him home. Well, one time, and I told him, I told him flat out, I said, if you show up here and if she's here and you're violating the order, I'm calling the cops and they will arrest you. Okay. Well, one day, sure enough, she's there and he shows up and he's sitting there. And I, and I, so right before I go on to speak, I called the police. I said, I got this guy, he's here. And so the police don't show up right away. I go up and I'm giving the sermon and I'm preaching at whatever and I'm up front and there's a lot of people there. And all of a sudden the doors in the back open up and I see the police standing out there. And I said, all right, everybody, there's something that's just come up in the back. It's only gonna take me a second. I gotta handle it though. I need you to just bow your heads and just pray. And that's what I asked everybody to do. And sure enough, they fold their hand, they all bow their heads. I walked down the middle aisle. He was sitting on the edge and I grabbed him and I said, come on, we need to go outside. And he followed me out there. The police were there and I explained it real quick. They took him away and they arrested him. (laughs) He went to jail. And then I came right. I wasn't gone more than a minute, maybe like it was not very long. And there were some other people out there. I had alerted some people. So there were some people outside to help 
take care of that situation. And then I came back in and I said, okay, everybody, thank you. And I just picked up the sermon from where it left off and I didn't say a word about it, nothing. The, if there is a miracle involved here, it's that nobody asked me what happened. And, and I'm so glad about that because I didn't want this woman to get embarrassed, you know, by all of that. I didn't want her to have to explain what's going on because then, you know, it would be uncomfortable for her, right? And nobody asked. Nobody said a thing about it, except they talked to me about this today sometime. Remember that time when you had that guy arrested? Like the word got out eventually. But at that moment, nobody said, how many of you have been to church where the pastor has to come off the stage and have somebody taken off to jail and then go back up and speak? You know, I'll bet, I'll bet it's happened. I'll bet it's happened in some other ways out there. Some of you right now are thinking about it, 888-528-2557. But I think that's my most bizarre moment in church as a pastor to, uh, to have to do that uh, to that poor guy. I went and talked to him later on, and I mean, I don't know what they did with him. I don't think he spent any real time in jail and talked to him, and I said, you need to recognize this is serious, and I think he got, you know, he, he you know, went on his way. But it was... Uh, a very interesting thing. Moral of the story is, you know, uh, ladies, if you're single, you know, find a good place to find good men. And guys, uh, if she says no, she does not mean yes. That's just, you know, to if, she, if you ask her out, she says no, she means no. If you take her out and it's not a real good time or she, you might have had a great time, but she thought it was terrible. And she says, no, nah, I'm not going out with you again. Just that's it. You know, now some of you are saying, no, you want to pursue the one you love. Well, sometimes that works, but uh, I'm telling you, do it in a, a, in a loving way. But if you feel like you have to interrupt her day or start showing up at the mall when she's at the mall or go to the store when she's at the store, you're not doing that right. Don't do that. You know, uh, there are so many things that uh, happen in our life. Good thing we got a Savior, right, who died for that guy, who died for me, who died for uh, everybody who's made a mistake in these areas um, and who is, you shouldn't even call it a mistake, right? It's sin is what it is. Or we've made mistakes. Uh, just be safe out there, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, and do that. This is the Pastor Scott Show. You can follow us on social media. You know, of all the places where you have to be careful about meeting people, social media is one of them. But the Pastor Scott Show social media sites are for real. It's me. It's us. Us. It's our team here, and uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, X, Instagram, maybe even uh, TikTok. It's at Pastor Scott Show, at Pastor Scott Show. So you can follow us right now on Instagram, X, Twitter, uh, Facebook, tw- uh, Instagram. What's the other one? TikTok. Uh, and uh, you'll see clips of the show, and you'll see some promos and eventually some other fun stuff. You can give us a follow right now at Pastor Scott Show. You can get the podcast of this and all of our shows by looking for the Pastor Scott Show podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just look us up, the Pastor Scott Show. Click subscribe, and you never miss a show. Everybody will be back tomorrow from 3 to 5. Thanks for being with us today. Everybody have a good night. God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.